RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Friday. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. My name is Tara Devlin. And uh, yeah, we meet every, every Friday evening around this time. And we get through the week. I don't know, process it. It's therapy for the resistance. It's a place for normal people to hang out and get to know each other, laugh, cry. We, we run the gamut of emotions, you know, so we'll see. You never know what'll, what'll happen. Um, let's see. I see the chat room at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabester is filling up. And I see Jim already has the super chat. Thank you so much, Jim, for your super chat right out of the gate. And thank you, Richard W., for your super chat right out of the gate. Another great show, Tara. All right, let's see. I hope so. It's great when when we get together. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. It does matter, but it doesn't. You know what I mean? Once if, if we're if we're together, it's a great show. Right. That's my opinion. I couldn't do this without you. So if you can, uh, please become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. That will be on my tombstone. And uh, well, hopefully not too soon. I, I will. I think I might put that on my tombstone if I have a tombstone. I don't know. I haven't decided. I'm, I'm trying to think what to do with my remains. It's on my mind. You know, you got to think of these things. I was. I wish I could build a mausoleum, and then I could have a. I would. Put, I would put some uh, little um, spaces underneath uh, for community cats to live. So, <laughs> there you go. That's my dream. And then people would come visit me uh, when they feed the community cats. And ca well, not just feed them, but ca care for them. You know, TNR, care for them. Try to uh, get them homes if possible. And yeah, and then they would. Th they, that's how I would go down in history as the as the cat lady. The and then some other maybe some people will uh, go make a pilgrimage to the cat lady mausoleum. This is what I think about sometimes. <laughs> maybe you never know. You know, I go to the Met sometimes and I, I love going to uh, because they have a lot of Roman um, artifacts and they have a lot of Roman, um, you know, headstones, tombstones. To me, that's very interesting. Of course, the bodies are lost to time, but I, you know, you just think about the people. Think about just like us. They were just like us. They had to deal with morons just like we do that's one of the things about being a human the you know humans humanity evolves but some quicker than others yes i'm not going to the body farm no way winston smith says don't donate me to the body farm no 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 that creeps me out i guess some i actually you know what i got i should have put that on my because i am an organ donor so I I need to put that on my stipulations because they they ask you what you know what exclusions um, in your donor form 
And I just wrote, well, maybe this counts too. I wrote, I, ju- I do not want to be in the bodies exhibit. So hopefully that translates to the body farm too. Because that's, that's all I need, you know, to be catching a football or something for Eternia. For, for t- Eternia. Eternity. I'm not, I can't even talk. Eternia. It's like Narnia. Et- you know, I'll be like, oh. God, it never ends. So, yes, Stephen on the chat. Hi, Tara. Have a great show. I'm glad I found you. New York Steve. Nice to see you, Steve. I'm glad you found us, too. So, let's see. Um, We also have a patron. uh, Not just a patron, but a, um, a sponsor, a supporter of the show who hosts the show over at APS Radio News. And is a, uh, I would have to say, one of the greatest sponsors of this show. So if you can, check out APS Radio News, which is a media aggregate. It's a it's a independent media outlet that doesn't just have liberals on it. it has all different points of view. So if you're, uh, if you can, you know, please, uh, that's what we do. When we say we stick together, we win. We support each other and support the people who keep this show going and growing, like Charlie from APS Radio News, who is also a great guy. Okay? Everybody, I give you a lot of instructions in the beginning of the show. You know that. So let's see. I know. That's sad. Lisa Marie Presley died. It is sad. I feel bad. But I never, I didn't know her, but, and I was not, I mean, Elvis, I'm not a big Elvis, uh, I, I, okay, you know, I, it is sad, it is sad. But anyway, you know what's sadder? Let's get into it. Um, I wanted to talk, obviously I've been a little bit obsessed with um, George Santos, if, if that is his name, and it because you know it the, the it's just beginning really you know the story is not yet uh, <laughs> unfolded completely and the more that we find out the worse it gets and he truly is the perfect republican republican he is the he's a he he's a uh, con man built for this particular iteration of the Republican Party, whatever it is, they and and honestly, if you look at it, it George, whatever Anthony, whatever his name is now, um, he, what is he? He really is no different than Donald Trump. They're both, except you know, circumstances. And George doesn't have a trust fund, as far as I know. And, uh, but they're the same. They're both con men. They're both grifters. They're both narcissists, sociopaths, and are unabashed liars who will say anything if it benefits them. They're very sick people. And, and how many times have I said this? All the time. Just take it to the bank. Unlike the fake checks George Santos passed in Brazil and other places, there's no doubt. Um, you could take it to the bank that there is something wrong with every single Republican 
I don't, give me, I don't know, you know, some different levels, right, of sickness. But if you give me 15 minutes, if I can stand it, with a Republican and they were completely honest, we would get to the bottom of it. It's something, there's some moral failing, they're fearful, they're ignorant, they've been malinformed somehow, they... You know, they, uh, at some level, they are lacking emotionally, spiritually, ethically. They're, they are not, uh, you know, capable of functioning in a, in a diverse democracy. It's the truth because you, they're, they haven't been encouraged. And in fact, they've been encouraged to remain as sick as they are. And this is the recipe for disaster if we want to have a functioning society. I just saw, I didn't grab this clip, but uh, because I figured if I did, I would go off on Candace Owens for, for five hours, and I'm not in the mood. But she, I just saw something uh, with Candace Owens, who is another, you know, a grifter. She's a human shield for a Republican bigotry. She is a, she's another grifter, though, because she started out doing liberal things making liberal content and she did a, a a very quick turn because she realized the money was in conservatism especially for somebody who has darker pigment so like a lot of these right wingers they they're not they don't they're not true believers they're opportunists so let me hold on a second i could probably find it because Candace Owens uh, on um she was talking about She's not, well, she, higher education is a waste. She's not, a, she's, um, she's against it or, you know, anything decent that is, that brings learning and elevates a culture they're against. She also hates museums. I mean, who could say I'm against museums? But somebody who is a grifter, who wants, to, who who believes that, you know, I mean, for example, in the dark ages, when the the peons were toiling in the fields, they didn't have time to go to a museum. Then what what museum would they go to? You know, education was wasted on the little people, the peons. You know, because they would get their they would get their education in heaven. They would get their mansions and everything would be wonderful in heaven. Hold on, I'll be right back. This is Tara Devlin. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, she's a grifter. They're all grifters. They want people to be as stupid uh, as possible, so you believe their bullshit. And um, George Santos is the man for the moment. He... He is, um, you know, they're protecting him. That's the other thing. I'm just looking for this particular video because more every day, every it seems like every hour, more stuff is coming out. Um, for example, this he uh, the the fact that he's changed his name too. And the other thing is they they haven't, um, they no one even vetted him. Is he even? Uh, qualified does he meet all the all the basic um, standards required to be a representative of the United States right um no one knows so it's up until now it's pretty much been an honor system but 
things have to change if you're dealing with people who have no honor. They have no honor. George Santos has no honor. Zero. He has no integrity, and ne- neither do the Republicans, the, all of them. Kevin McCarthy has no honor. We know this. The entire, every, everyone, all of the Republicans. You know, I, um, I saw the Nassau County Republicans. I watched the entire, we, we, we um, played a clip from it the other day. But I watched their entire press conference, and frankly, I was, it was really refreshing to see and hear some decent Republican uh, cons. I mean, I guess I'll call them Republicans, but I was, uh, it, it really made me sad for this country because it, it's, it was such a stark difference to what we're dealing with now. And it's almost like, I guess that's what happens when you're in an abusive relationship, right? You get, you learn to uh, accept things. You're, you, you just broaden your, uh, you know, the lines, the lines that you say you'll never cross or never allow somebody to cross. They just get uh, blurrier and blurrier. But these these Nassau County Republicans, cans, I guess, whatever, um, they were talking about how they, you know, I mean, how they were tricked too, and they took him at face value that one of his big, I mean, everything he that came, comes out of his mouth is a lie. He, he said he went to Baruch College. Not only did he go to Baruch, he was on their volleyball team and he led he was the the leader of the volleyball team and led them to the the the, i guess the state championship so and apparently that year that he said he he graduated in which he helped them win the championship um they did win the championship so he does he this is a, the mark of a good con man. You know, they do a little bit of research and then they trust that people are going to take you at face value. And who is going to think that somebody will is lying about that? But like even today, though, and yes, I think when was it Wednesday when we did the show, um, we went through his resume and every single thing on his resume is a is a lie. He is uh, and and but yet the reason I'm bringing it up again is because on the corporate media, I was watching the corporate media today, as I do, and they were describing him as embellishing his resume. He didn't embellish his resume; he lied. So you do you see how this. Uh, this is what happens here in this country. It's the grift is continuously enabled by by that language. To just say that he embellished his resume that doesn't seem so harmful. He fabricated his entire resume, everything about it. And in fact, the only work history that is that is now discovered. You know, the only th- true job he ever had was for a financial services, um, whatever, company that 
is a po- that was revealed to be an outright Ponzi scheme. So he was selling uh, um, shares of this Ponzi scheme, and that's the only thing he ever truly, truly did. So uh, hold on a second, and it and there's it just gets worse and worse. He's just a vile, disgusting person. So here was his, here here's George Santos at um, and. And seriously, if you want to talk about people who are sick, this is a uh, a clip of George Santos. Let's see, where is it? At the LGBT, I think he's at the LGBTQ center in in uh, New York City, because it looks it doesn't say where this took place, but it was in some gay center, and it looks like the from being for myself being in the center it looks like some a room that might have been in the center you know it looks a little familiar but i'm not sure but this was a meeting of a bunch of self-loathing gay people and trans people which uh, it's i don't understand it um who were uh, all, were encouraging others other gay people and trans people to walk away from the democratic party and why walk away into what to do what you know that but you know that whole uh ridiculous movement called walk away for what reason we don't how much do you have to hate yourself to walk away from you know walk into the arms of people who who literally hate your guts that legislate against you in and not only worse than that, they foment violence against you and your community. And in every turn, try to dehumanize you and try to shove you back in the closet and try to erase your entire existence. But walk away. Okay, well, here the, here's, and that's what I'm saying. Like, think about, uh, we're talking about people who are sick. Th- these are very sick people. The oh, you gotta be here. Yeah. You see, that, that's why uh, in the beginning of, uh, for those on the, uh, who are just listening, it's a, it's for self-loathing gay people and trans people. I have, I don't know um, who they are p- personally, uh, but apparently they have some clout to be on this panel, like some clout within the f- the self-loathing fascist gay community, but. They begin the clip begins with them saying, "Well, there must be some haters here." You know, talking about the audience, and I guess meaning that there must be because it's at the LGBTQ center, there must be normal people in the audience that uh that hate them. You know, when I when I first saw this, I thought, "Well, um there must be some haters here." Yeah, there's a lot of haters and there 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 they are on the stage. Where are the haters? You know, and that that's part of their their psychopathy to think, oh, everybody hates them when they're the ones who are spewing hate. We just nobody hates them. We just want them to get the help they need. Hate. Is anybody calling to hang them or kill them like like the Republicans do to Democrats and normal people? Hold on a second. I'll be right back.
All right, we're back. We're back. Right. It's a panel of Eichmanns. Right. Here. Okay, so let me play. Uh, I'm sorry. I know I cut it off very quickly, but here it is. Where are the haters? The, but they love that too, though. See, they wouldn't know what to do without haters. It's, but it's not about the haters to them. It's because they're the victims. They're the professional victims. And if you call them out, you're hating them. I don't, you know, I don't hate these people. I just feel like they're just sick to me. They're sick. They're self-loathing. There's something incredibly wrong with them. They're selfish. They're racist. I don't even care. I don't care. Oh, there's a person of, uh, with darker pigment on the stage. They have, they're racist. They, they have, it's self-loathing. There's something wrong with you. And uh, knowing a little bit about history and uh, about the history of the Third Reich, there were, I, I, I'm ne it never ceases to amaze me, but it's, it's not surprising that there are, especially in the rise of the Third Reich, there were Jewish people that were just like, yeah, it's never going to touch us because, you know, they were in, they felt like they were, uh, you know, in the higher classes or they were special somehow. So uh, the hate, well, we, it, it, it would never um, really get to us. So, and then there are plenty of others too, as we know. There's always some sick members of the community, in any community, willing to sell you out. Just like women, you know, the women who would sell out other women, uh, you know, to get a patriarchal pat on the head. Same thing. Same thing here. I don't know what, what it is with them. There's something clearly very wrong with them. Maybe... They hate themselves. I mean, if I really think about it, it's uh, they maybe it's sort of like, hmm, they maybe their father was a Republican, right? Think about it. And they rather than be, it's like me when I was first coming out and first accepting myself as being gay. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't go full gay, you know. I used to say I was bi because I didn't, you know, I thought it would be, like, more palatable <laughs> to whoever. Yeah, but it was really me. You know, I was, well, I guess uh, because of the society I was living in, it's there. it wasn't easy. So, but maybe, the, for example, their father, what, who hates gays, you know, they grew up hearing all about how gays suck, gays are going to hell, gays are, you know, uh, uh, abominations or whatnot. And then they're growing up and they realize, oh, well, they are gay. And that's that. But yet, you know, you still you don't want your family to not love you. So maybe they compromise in themselves somehow to say, well, I'm, I'll be out, I'll be gay, but I'll also be a Republican. So I won't completely escape the, uh, the bondage of my father, let's say, so to speak, so that they'll, at least maybe he'll like me on that, on that level. And, right? It could be in the realm of possibilities, but there's something there's something historical. There's there's some form of self-loathing. There's something there, but just uh, here we go. No one. I mean, it attracts this group attracted the likes of George Santos. 
who was calling himself a different name? For the haters. Oh, you gotta be here. So my name is Anthony DeVolder. Um, I'm a New York City resident. I recently what? founded a group called United for Trump. So if you guys want to follow, that would be awesome. Woo, woo. My name is Anthony DeVolder. And I wonder if that has anything, Is I guess maybe it's just a unhappy coincidence that it sounds like Anna Devalny. <laughs> Isn't that that grifter, that woman? Who, but she, uh, they have, she had her own next Netflix show made about her. And yeah, what was her name? De Anna Devalny, something like that. Anyway, it sounds like that. And what is he? So his name is Anthony DeVolder. And he said he founded a group called something about Trump, which doesn't exist, by the way. If you Google the, um, the group he said he founded, it's the only thing that you find is this clip. So it doesn't exist. You guys want to follow? That would be awesome. awesome. My question's directed for both Blair and um, Brandon. Well, Brandon's an idol to all of us. He is? Who is he? Um, but Blair, I, I have a question. How do you think that as a trans woman Ugh. and a conservative, you Incredible. can help educate other trans people for what? From not having to follow the narrative that the media and the Democrats put forward. And how can Brandon incorporate what? that into walk away in more, more in debt? What? See, that's, that's the question. other thing. Um, approach has what, what is he talking about, too? Yeah. How can we incorporate or convince other trans people to, of what? What are you convincing them of? To hate themselves? They're working hard to live authentic lives, not hate themselves. Why would they join this Nazi death cult? Sounds like uh, one step forward, three steps forward, five steps back. And more, more in debt. That's my question. My approach has always been Anthony to just live my life authentically, make the videos I want to make. And, you know, I don't like using the word educate because I feel like who am I to teach anyone anything? I just want to be myself. And I feel like that actually does work wonders. I think that, I mean, I'm, I know that I'm inundated with comments all the time saying, you know, um, I've been a conservative Republican my whole life. I, you know, have been so turned off by the view of trans people in the media and the activists that have, you know, sometimes a larger platform than people like you. Um, and my channel kind of like, wow, I can't even side. imagine so what this me, person's channel is like activism, if you can call it that. Um, and was there a second part to your question? Oh. Was how to incorporate transgenderism? You can have me at more events. It, well, yeah, done. <laughs> done. <laughs> Where are the haters? What? Where are the haters? Let's get back to the haters. My question's directed for both Blair and um, Brandon. Well, Brandon's Brandon. an idol to all of us. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but Blair, I, I have a question. How do you think that as a trans woman and a conservative, whatever, can... where's the other thing I wanted to play? He's just this, this, uh, George Santos character is just the scum of the earth. Here is George Santos during his first run for office where he, he didn't win. Uh, it, and we played the clip of him on January 5th saying that he did win and he it was stolen from him like Trump. 
There's no such thing as police brutality. I think the bar is set super low. Don't break the law. Stay out of trouble. (laughs) You don't even have to be in in touch with the police. You see, these people have such balls. I don't know how they walk, really. It's like they should hop everywhere, like hoppity hops. The balls. But it's part of the Republican grift. It's either a confession or it's a projection. Don't break the law. Don't break the law. Yeah, it says George Santos, who hasn't, I, I mean, said a true thing since he got to Congress and before for years. He's been hounded. We read the stories about it. It's, it wasn't just his sister being evicted. He, he himself has numerous cases in the court of him uh, being sued by landlords for back rent. He's a goddamn parasite. So no wonder he I guess he thinks See, this is the thing he said he continues to say he's not going to resign. And the Republicans in his district are saying they're not going to work with him. And they're encouraging the constituents of George, uh, whatever his name is, of Santos's district to uh, that they will be directed to other representatives if they need constituent services. And uh, he hasn't even set up the office in Queens, and it still remains vacant. So, but um, this is uh, he is the man for the moment. He is the perfect Republican. He went on Kevin, okay, not Kevin McCarthy. Um, he went on, George Santos went on, uh, what's his name? Steve Bannon's show today, which was because Steve Bannon was in court, fake because he's facing charges for stealing from dumbasses, from the dumbass Republican dupes who sent him money for fake building the fake wall right so he's that's why steve bannon's in court matt getz is is filling in for steve bannon while he's in court you know uh, it's all it's i'm sure just a witch hunt as always everybody's picking on them if people just leave them alone and let them steal in peace everything would be great but so uh, George Santos goes on, uh, where the hell is it, on this fascist podcast to, uh, to reiterate that he's not going to resign. Hold on a second. All right. Where is it? George Santos. I have so many George Santos's clips here. That's why I'm like George Santos. Oh, here we go. Matt Getz. I know about this town, they come for the fighters, and they are coming for George Santos like nothing I've seen in quite some time. Can you believe this shit? That's why he's the perfect Republican. You see, the the saying, for the only way evil triumphs is when good people do nothing. Evil is running rampant in the halls of power right now because there are no good republicans and they will do nothing so i can't even believe that 
they're they're attempting to frame George Santos as of as the victim. He's a victim. They're coming to get him because he's a fighter. Uh, um, it's stunning to me. They have zero integrity. The entire Republican Party now, and except for those few in Nassau County, who the re- and the reason they're they're saying that they won't work with George Santos and they want him to resign, the Nassau County Republicans. Because they don't want to be tied to this guy. But he is them. They allowed him to... They, they knew. And we'll, we'll read some of the articles. They did a background check on him. Uh, uh, just a cursory check. Nothing in depth. And they um, apparently encouraged him to resign. And he didn't do, And he wouldn't. And they just kind of went on about their business hoping nobody nobody would catch them but the the uh you know the formula is what uh, is in full effect the republican formula just accuse the your opponent of lying tell everybody you're under attack right i mean it's right out of the nazi playbook cry victim and uh, say it's a witch hunt, uh, and you're fighting. You're fighting for for what? Who are you fighting for? You're a, you're wanted in Brazil. You're fighting for what? You're a grifter, a liar who hasn't worked a day in his life. You're sick. This person not only does he need to be in uh, in prison, he needs to be in a in a treatment facility. He's mentally ill. And that's why I mean uh, all Republicans, they have some form of mental illness. Here, let's continue. I could ask you what it's like to be an embattled congressman, but I kind of know a little bit about that scene. George, you've heard just there Congressman D'Esposito, your Republican colleague, calling for you to resign. Nick Langworthy also has your reaction. You know, Matt, it's it's your prerogative. I, I came here to serve the people, not politicians and party leaders, and, uh, and I'm going to do just that. And I've been doing just that throughout this entire first two weeks, whether it was voting for the speaker or whether it's been the last week where we've been working on legislation in my office. Office. So, you know, I, I wish well all of their opinions, but I was elected by 142,000 people. Until those same 142,000 people tell me they don't want me, uh, we'll find out in two years. What do those 142,000 people deserve in a representative? They deserve somebody who's going to come here and fight and not get involved with the media nonsense that we're seeing take place, right? Look, a lot of people are saying that I am unable to govern, I'm unable <laughs> to deliver. But in the meantime, my office and my staff, uh, we've been able to jump on co-sponsoring legislation such as term limits, which you spoke about earlier. You know, there's not a lot of people running to jump on this, specifically the ones criticizing me. They want to stay here forever. I don't want to stay here forever. I want to come here, do the best I can with the time I have and deliver for the American people. And that's going to be through fighting crime, inflation and whatnot. That's what they elected me to do. And that's what I'm going to give them. You have admitted embellishing your resume. You've acknowledged it. You've apologized for it. Uh, Some have said that you shouldn't be seated on committees for it. I would offer that if we didn't seat people on committees who embellish their resume running for Congress, we probably wouldn't be able to make quorum in any of those. How dare you? You see how they, they so cheapen this government that so many died for? 
Not, you know, none of them, of course. They would not die. I mean, no, they don't even sacrifice. They wouldn't sacrifice lunch, right? And yes, I saw, I see you guys talking about the Jesus iconography behind Matt Getz. That's, this is um, Steve Bannon's set, apparently. And there's, he also has a, um, in another shot, you'll be able to see it. The, there's like a quote from himself, from Steve Bannon. Oh, fuck. You know, there's something going on. My, it happened again. There's something. Uh, my my friggin' um, uh, air conditioner that because it gets very hot in here. It just keeps going off, and I mean the uh, it's like the circuit keeps keeps dying. I don't know if, why. It's, in all my years living in this apartment, this has never happened, and now it keeps happening. So I don't know what's happening. So I hope it doesn't get hot in here. It's getting hot in here. If that's what I'm just saying, because the friggin' uh, light just went out too. So, committees. Uh, do you do you uh, now have a sense of the, the committees you want to serve on, the type of work you want to do? I came to D.C. without really any preconceived notions of what committees to serve, but whether what I can give to the American people, whatever committee I'm giving, whether it's I don't know science and technology or education and labor or whatever committee is thrown my way, I will deliver 110 percent because that's what I know how to do. I'm going to outwork any of the pundits Incredible. and talking heads that are out there saying that I should resign that I'm unfit for office. The reality oh, yeah, is... yeah, that I pass pad checks in Brazil, I'm wanted in Brazil, that I'm a grifter, that I haven't had a legal job in my entire life, that I don't pay taxes, that I don't pay rent. You know, embellishing. We are, who hasn't? Who among us hasn't passed a bad check? <laughs> the, 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 well, he does the, the know who he's, he, who he's talking to. That's the thing. He knows he's talking to Republicans. And and yes, they've all embellished their resumes because we've gone through it here on the show. How much they're full of shit. Everything about them, they fabricate because they are inadequate and they know it. Like perjury trader Green, her whole businesswoman shtick. The same thing for Lauren Ban from the bowling alley, Bolbert. They're not business people. Friggin' Donald Trump. He sucks at business. Everything he touches dies. So, of course, they, they're, they're fine with people embellishing their resume. This is not an embellishment. He is a fabrication. And the people of his district didn't vote for him. They voted for a guy who worked at Goldman Sachs. They voted for a guy who went to Baruch College and managed billions and billions and billions of dollars in some, you know, not in a Ponzi scheme. They managed, you know, they, that's who they voted for. They voted for somebody who worked at Citibank. They didn't vote for this guy. They didn't vote for some, some filthy grifter. Right? So get out. They, but you can't shame somebody who is shameless. You can't convince somebody to do the right thing if they've, they wouldn't know it if it bit them on their ass. And rinse, repeat with the victimitis, the professional victimitis. They're coming to get us. Oh, they're not coming to get me. They're coming to get you. I'm working for you. They're not coming. Oh, they're doing it to me, but they're really doing it to you. 
the balls on these people. It's so insulting. But that's who they are. I mean, same thing with Matt Getz. What the hell has he ever done? His daddy was a powerful politician in Florida. A little, you know, he's a little rich kid. And famous or infamous or however for uh, being dragged out of bars in, in Florida screaming, don't you know who my father is? So that's who they are. The, of course he's embellished. Everything is an embellishment to them. It's, it's, it's a lie. Everything they say is a lie. Just uh, setting up this interview as uh, he's under attack from the swamp. The swamp is attacking the poor, poor, put-upon grifter. It's incredible. And I have, you know what? If you are a Republican and you vote for these people, shame on you. That's where we have to go. Shame on you. You're part of the problem. You enabled this. And, uh, and because why? You're a dupe? You're a self-loathing something? You're, you hate brown people? You've been convinced that it's a caravan's coming to get you? You, you know, do us all a favor and turn off Fox News. Turn off uh, Steve Bannon's Swill podcast. I don't understand how people, how much, how stupid are people? You know, uh, when Steve Bannon is in court today because he, he was uh, caught, he was, un, he was put under arrest for stealing from the, the stupid Republicans over a fake wall that they fake made up and uh, made up a fake pack for. Same thing with Trump. So how do you, how, I don't understand how you excuse that and then continue to listen to the likes of Steve Bannon. It, it's fascinating to me. It, the level of self-loathing must also be exacerbated by the, by the level of, of just fear and loathing of uh, anyone who isn't you. I, I guess it's something that must fuel them somehow. And the Jesus iconography in the background of this fucking grifter is, I mean, it's really insulting. And But also it's, I mean, it, that would be something that is a red flag for anyone who's not a moron. Don't you see how you're being played? Average dupes, don't you see that? What is it? Why don't you get help? Go get the help you need. Go talk to a therapist. Figure out why you have so much hate. Why you, why? Why are you so easily led by these people who steal, who, who, who would, you, they would sell out their own mothers for a, for a, to, just to get their hooks in your wallet. And worse than that, they have their hooks, their filthy hooks in your, in the, that Swiss cheese mind of yours. Filling up those holes with all kinds of nonsense. What is wrong with you?
Do you think uh, there? So Steve Bannon's in court today because he's being picked on. He's not guilty. You don't think he's guilty? He had to be pardoned. Why was he pardoned? You don't get pardoned from things you're not guilty of. He was on a boat with some, you know, they're always about China, China. He was on a boat with some Chinese billionaire hiding out when the feds got him. Yeah, the feds, who you hate now, of course, because whenever the uh, the long arm, arm of the law catches up to you, your grifter furors, you will, you'll, you'll sell your own mothers if they told you to. Jesus Christ. And that yeah, that's who Steve Bannon was with. He was on some yacht laughing at you, laughing at the idiots. Because they don't they didn't even have to set up a, a fake pack. It's the same thing that Trump did. Took money from you stupids. And he didn't even bother to set up the the scam pack. They just went right in his pocket. All that socialist security money. Thank you. Yeah, that you don't even have the manners or maturity to say thank you, liberals, for. Like like uh, George Santos, who was happy to take the uh, all the relief offered from uh, from liberals that liberals fought for that Democrats passed here in New York, they're happy to take it so he can squat in other in landlords' properties while railing against other people who are using it legitimately, using the benefits legitimately, not stashing them away or using them to fund their own sham run for office. That's what they did. Him and his grifter sister. Parasites. Okay. But he's a, oh, they're common for George Santos. He's a victim. You people really buy that? Do you really buy that? I I would love to interview one of you. Send me a send me a a tweet at Real Tara Devlin on Twitter. I'd love to interview you, and and I'd love to hear how you believe them. I really want to know why. Maybe we could do an impromptu therapy session for you, because I've had a lot of therapy, so I'm good at giving uh, therapeutic advice being is I'm a workhorse I've worked my whole life I'm the kid who came from a basement department you weren't supposed to win a piece of waste of human life waste of air waste of human DNA I was not supposed to win this. I mean, this was a seat that a lot of folks looked at and said, definitely going Democrat. You know, uh, Republicans, gosh, well, you know, Santos ran last time. We'll send him to run this time. And and you surprised a lot of people. All the people calling me to resign, I beat them by double their margins. Bullshit. Bullshit. But okay. 
three because I outworked every single you one of them. Double, just pull numbers out of your ass. That's all that Republicans do. You're you're allowed, right? Just keep saying shit. Now, who will check? Well, uh, that's the skill of a con man. You got to give him credit, though. He is a very devious and skilled con man. He he really is. He's he's quick on his feet with the lies. And they come fast and furious. It's like Trump. It's the fire hose of lies that you just, you, you don't know how to respond. You're like, okay, I guess it's true. Uh, embellishing one's resume isn't a crime. It's frankly how a lot of people get to Congress. And you we, do. We I mean, Republicans to... do. And it's and like I said, it's not an embellishment. He did not embellish. He fabricated his entire history. So, okay. You see how Republicans are, how they minimize. Uh, the de- decent people are vilified and cr- outright criminals are elevated. That's who they are. And if you're, you're a Republican, uh, shame on you. Shame, shame, shame. You're a disgrace. Honest, and again, you've acknowledged that, and, and you're working for it going forward. Uh, one of the principal you've critiques I've heard is that— You've been honest acknowledging your—that's what he said. You're honest acknowledging that you embellished. He didn't embellish. Like I said, he— he lied. He outright fabricated a, uh, a fantasy. And the only thing he did that was real was he, he got people hooked into a Ponzi scheme. Another con. A lot of money uh, was donated to your campaign by you. 700000 I believe. Where did it come from? Well, I'll tell you where it didn't come from. It didn't come from China, Ukraine, or Burisma. How, How about that? How about that? Well, that's a good, clever response. Where did it come from? Well, I'll tell you, it didn't come from, you know, Joe, uh, Hunter Biden's laptop. <laughs> Answer the question, liar. You know, none of this would be necessary. We don't need a subpoena if you just tell us where did you get $750,000 from? Where'd it come from? I know you're a, uh, I know you're a national security risk. Do you believe this shit? Kevin McCarthy, the dirtbag, the speaker of the clowns, is kicking Democrats off their committees because of revenge and... Uh, well, we'll get to that, too. But he's putting this fucking dirtbag, George Santos, on committees, which means he will get security clearance? Apparently, if you're a member of Congress, you all you do is, is you don't have to go through an entire security clearance like I had to go through when I was in the National Guard, uh, where they do an actual security clearance, where they go through your life like a, with a fine-tooth comb, and you just sign something, and you then you have clearance. So we're going to give this guy security clearance? That, that, that is an answer. I mean, I also put money into my campaign when I ran. I had to sell some of the that property that I acquired in my life. And- you see? 
It didn't come from Hunter Biden's lap. It didn't come from Burisma. It didn't come from whatever buzzwords I got. And, uh, oh, yeah, well, that is an answer. Well, that is an answer. To fund something that I really believed in. And, you know, when I was raising money for different charities, I always tried to put my own money in first. And so, you know, when you uh, donated that money to your campaign, is there anything else you can say about uh, the work you did that was the origin of, of those resources? Look, I've, I've worked my entire life. I've lived an honest life. I've Incredible. never been uh, accused, sued of, of any yes, you bad doing. So, <laughs> Oh, yes, you have. What happened in Brazil? And there's another article that came out tonight in the Brazilian equivalent of the New York Times where a woman said that he that she traveled with this con man, George Santos, and I'm not sure if he was going by that name at the time, traveled with him to the United States in 2011, and he drained her bank account. Incredible. Hold on. We'll be right back. This is Tara Devlin. All right. All right. We're back. We're back. This is Tara Devlin, Unapologetic Liberal Talk. If you're on any other platform, come on over to youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster to join the chat room and hang out with the greatest people in American history, in the greatest chat room in American history. Yes, Anthony DeVolder. We're listening to Anthony George Santos DeVolder, whatever the hell his name is, um, make excuses on this Steve Bannon Grifter's podcast. Well, the Grifter was in court um, answering for his crimes. I don't know what happened, but answering for, he was also, uh, had to go in front of the 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 um the people of the United States and explain why he was stealing from s- people dumb enough to give him money but okay in the meantime another con man George Santos came on to I, I mean I guess make excuses but I, I to me I don't understand how anybody supports him that's what I would really like to to dissect if somebody would um want to if they're if they admit it that they believe George Santos I'd like you know I guess suckers are born every minute Trump and Z's are living proof so you know it's it's my it's the equity of my hard working self and I, I invested inside of me like I said didn't come from so Ber- the the seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars is the equity of his hard working self that came from within him that's what he said and it didn't come from Burisma. I guess he. it took him a minute to come up with that excuse, and he's not letting go of it. It didn't come from Burisma. He, well, he's a real, he's a fascist, he's a con man, and he is a voracious consumer, I'm sure, of other um, fascist podcasts and whatnot. So he. that's what con men do. They mimic. They learn how to speak the language of the dupes that they're trying to sucker. So uh, I suppose his deflection, um, I guess he thought that that was pretty good. That was good enough. It won't be good enough for the campaign finance um, 
review. I think he's been, what is it? Uh, he's been, he's under different audits now, apparently being investigated. I'm not sure if the word is audit, but they're, they're investigating these dodgy contributions. Of, of any bad doing. So, you know, it's, it's my, it's the equity of my hard working self and I, I invested inside of me. Like I said, it didn't come from Burisma. It didn't come from Ukraine, Russia, China, wow. uh, unlike some folks that we all know that get money from those sources. Inside the Beltway of Washington, there's but, so- it, but where did it come from? Did it come from your ass? Did, did you lose a tooth and then it was under your pillow in the morning? What, where, where did it come from? You know he's a crook, so we I I don't worry guys. It will be revealed. And hopefully he will end up in jail where he belongs. The media tornado. And there are moments where you think all people are worried about is like what's the new big thing in Washington. But I'm wondering like when you hear from constituents back home, what are the what are their challenges? What what are the things that are concerning the people who need a strong representative for them in Congress? You know, strong representative. You see this shit? I don't understand how anybody buys it. And there you go. It's an example of Republican shamelessness. Matt Getz, they would sell their mothers. They would make excuses for, uh, for anybody. There's no standards. They ha- there are no, there's no low for them. There's no bottom. Fielding calls in the office already. People are asking for for as simple as a White House tour tickets, which we've already engaged with the White House liaison. Bullshit. We are requesting uh, passport is issues, and, and and then all the way to an issue that's very near and dear in my community, which is we have an organized crime oh God, uh, uh, that's taking car uh, jackings and thefts to a whole new level in my district, which is it's no plaguing a very specific wealthy. You see, he's. Um... Of course, he's full of shit. Now he's Batman fighting crime in the third district. My district, Old Westbury, Brookville, Upper Brookville. And it's a it's an interstate uh, faction of folks who they steal the cars from my district, take them all the way to New Jersey and Elizabeth to the ports, put them on ships and send them overseas. Right. We can't get MS-13 principally doing this, right? It's actually not. In this this case, it's not MSN-13. It's been identified that they're a Chilean uh, gang. The police commissioner is rendered useless the moment they they cross into New York City. The police commissioner of New York cities are under useless the moment they cross over to the George Washington Bridge into Jersey. So it's like a really an FBI requirement to get involved in this because of the oh, multi-jurisdictions yeah. that wow, it covers. Really but nobody's sharp. doing anything about it. And I'm here trying to figure out a way to get yeah, this, no assault, this solved. Anything. The amount of constituents of mine that are plagued by this issue, whether sure. they're coming home from a restaurant Help and being us, followed. Help us, George and- Santos. Help us. We, we, we just need you. You're the only guy who could help us. Thank God. What a legend in his own mind. Now he's fighting, he's fighting mobsters in this, this crime ring, this interstate carjacking ring. What will we do without you, George? And people just want to be safe. Point at their driveway. Whether it, this is a real issue in the third it congressional is. district, it's and real? nobody wants to well, talk about it. You. Local leadership is too worried. Thank you for reiterating. It's a real issue, not one of the bullshit issues and everything else that comes out of your mouth. 
about getting reelected so that they can keep the power grab on the taxpayer dollar jobs. There's another confession. He's going to he, he's not going to leave. He said, oh, well, they, they get to vote for me again and or not in two years. So, you know, what he's saying is that, oh, everybody wants him out because they want to steal from you, not me. I stole everything else from you. I stole your de- the, your decency, your dignity. I make a mockery of everything. I make a mockery of you. I make a mockery of the country. I I am a stain on the office I now squat in. But it's them. Everybody else wants to steal from you, not me. Pr- trust me, the guy with the entirely fabricated history, the one who doesn't pay his rent, the one who is wanted in Brazil for passing bad checks, you know, the, the guy who sold how many dum-dums into a Ponzi scheme. I'm here actually trying to fight for the local people. The absurdity of saying that George Santos is, and we're going to redirect the constituents' requests to another member of Congress's office instead of mine, that's absurd and it's illegal. Absurd. I'm here to serve any member of... Bullshit. See, that's the other thing that Republicans like to do. They like to cry, it's illegal, it's unconstitutional. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. It's a, That's absurd and it's illegal. Is it illegal? For other representatives to say, no, no, don't talk to this fucking con man because he is a he'll pee on your your leg and tell you it's raining. Where we will help you with constituent services. That's that's illegal. Well, uh, somebody uh, get out, go, go to the cops, George, go to the police. So I want to report a crime in progress. They're stealing my what? My constituents that I I lied to? Oh, God help us. All right. Hold on a second. We'll be right back. Unapologetic liberal talk. All right. We'll just finish this up with, with uh, George Santos and Matt Getz. Matt gets running cover for Santos on uh, Steve Bannon's podcast while Steve Bannon is in court trying to explain why he stole from a bunch of assholes who uh, gave him money to build a fake wall. Local government that wants to say they're not going to work with my office. You're doing a disservice to the American people, to no, the taxpayer. I'm here willing, ready, and able to work, and I will work for the we American people you. in the we district. Don't well, if people don't have physical security, it's hard oh, to yeah. get almost Scared. anything else done. And uh, it's one of the reasons why a lot of New Yorkers are coming to the Sunshine State. Uh, are you concerned sure. about New York depopulating yeah. because people don't feel safe? That's, their big, that's another big talking point. We hear this a lot, too, but uh, fuck off. You think this is something new? Old people, people go to Florida. They retire in Florida. Oh, it's, according to Matt Getz and all the right-wingers, New York is depopulating because it's just too, too much. Go. I, I don't, I think New York will be fine my district during the 2020 uh, coronavirus shutdowns and then during this plague uh, of, you, of people just running away from the Hochul situation over there. So yeah, it's the just... Hochul situation, whatever that means. You say, we just throw shit out there. Yeah, they're just fleeing because of this whole Hochul thing. Whatever. Yeah. Um, what Hochul thing? You got any examples? Yeah, the whole Hochul thing. 
Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, sucks. Absolutely crazy. The Democrats. It sucks. It's crazy. Yeah. Everybody's fleeing. It's incredible. But then, then people are getting hounded. They're getting carjacked up the wazoo. Uh, I'm just trying to work here, right? I'm just trying to do the best for the American people. Why don't they leave me alone? Why don't these American people understand that I'm here to help? If I wasn't here, they would be carjacked. You know, how could you, who cares about f oh, embellishing, right? If you're carjacked, nobody cares. If you're carjacked, you know, what, what, what does it matter? I uh, said I brought the Baruch volleyball team to ch uh, their champion season and I wasn't even enrolled in the school. Who cares if I sold shares in a Ponzi scheme. Who, whatever. You're not thinking about that when you look in your mirror and you see MS-13 behind you. And I'm the only thing standing in between you and death. That's the way it is. That's the Republican way, right? They got nothing. They got nothing to offer. They fear, fear monger, lie, and grift. Steal your your dignity, steal your sanity, steal your serenity, steal your socialist security. Oh God. Not stand that Republicans did so well oh, yes. in New York. Yeah. They, they really can't. <laughs> yes. And Who could? as we evaluate this, Who you know, uh, you have to wonder like whether or not these other Republicans are just the next ones. You know, they come right. for you, sure. and then they're going to come. Uh, isn't the New York it. Times going to well, come for? We will come for you if you fabricate your resume. You know, and if you are a grifter and pass bad checks and don't pay your rent and pretend you're some big financier when you haven't had a legitimate job in your entire life, you know, and then that's when we'll come for you. I know how unfair that must sound for Republicans who just want to steal in peace. Why can't they just steal in peace? Why can't they just take a shit in the Capitol? Why can't they just rig elections and overthrow elections when they don't win in peace? Everybody just picks on them. And what a witch hunt. The witch hunt just keeps witching, witch, witch, witch. I don't know which way this witch hunt is going. It's, it's, but it's always, always picking on them for... Uh, for just being what? Being awesome? Being uh, just following the American dream, which is not working a day in your life. Falling ass backwards into somebody else's money. And nobody ever, ever asking why, why, where, where'd you get it from? Are you a traitor? Where'd you get $750,000, you fucking weasel traitor? What's, not a, it's not a trick question. And we will find out. And God damn it, I hope it's soon. I'm so sick of these Republicans getting away with their crimes.
it's right out in the open now. And you know, Republicans, they have no morals. They have no ethics. They have no, they have no uh, dignity. They have no decency. It's all about politics to them. That's why they say everything is about politics when we're trying to just have a system that works for everybody. You know, the laws for everybody. I know how fucking ridiculous that sounds nowadays. But we, nothing says the Republican Party more than the way that they're, they're approaching this Biden, um, what do you call it, the classified documents, as opposed to Trump's classified documents, right, that, that he stole and it's it is unfortunate that Biden has classified documents for the very fact that we gotta hear about it from these fucking hypocritical Republicans nonstop. It is. There should be uh he should have been better. It should not have happened. And if there have to be consequences, there should be. But you, you, it, what's good for the, the tax-cheating, draft-dodging, wannabe dictator con man with the fake university and the vitamin scam is good for the former vice president, now president, who maybe did something wrong by, uh, by accident. The only thing, the, the, the difference is, and there are, there, there are many differences, Trump stole these documents and Biden self-reported. I, I mean, I'm not, I don't, I'm not saying he should have had them. Of course not. They should have been secured. But once they were found, they were reported and he's fully cooperating fully. He's not moving them into low rent storage facilities or trying to, to lie about them. There's a big difference between 12 documents and 160 that were deliberately taken. And nothing says Republicans are disgusting more than the way that... Here, let's, let me play this. This was from CNN. Us to a very unique moment. This is the it compares the way the Democrats and the Republicans handle both the, um, first Trump, you know what they say about Trump, then uh, his classified documents, stealing the classified documents, and then what they said about Biden, and then you have the Democrats. So here, let's it it, it says everything about the two parties in American history, with special counsels looking into both the sitting president and his immediate predecessor at the same time for similar matters. While Republicans are now pouncing on Biden, some went out of their way to downplay Trump's potential mishandling of classified records. What I've seen that the National Archives was concerned about Trump having in his possession didn't amount to a hill of beans. I don't know what documents were at Mar-a-Lago. Is it fair to say that investigation won't be a priority? That will not be a priority. You this see, is that's James Comer, for those who are on the uh, audio alone. So one is 
I don't see anything. No, nothing to see here. The other thing is, oh, uh, lock them up. Very concerning. I mean, this is now oh, yeah. the second location that uh, the president was in possession of classified documents. Look, what's the vice president doing with classified documents? This is so outrageous. This is Mike Turner of Ohio. This has to rise to the level of there better be this better not be a clerical issue between the archivist uh, and the, the the former president. I've been in the Oval Office um, with the president. I'd, I'd be very surprised if he has actual documents that rise to the level of immediate national security. <laughs> see, see, what a difference. What a difference. Well, these facts and circumstances are just absolutely outrageous. I mean, this is completely. One is, I, I, I am really I'd be really surprised if this is anything but a nothing burger. And then it's absolutely outrageous. Handling of classified information. Why did he have these documents? Uh, when did he get them? Did he get yeah, them? Yeah, I wish we knew anything about Trump. Why? Why did he have them? Where are they? Where are the ones that are empty? There are folders there that are empty. Where? Where? What did he do with them? Why? Why did he move them? Why wouldn't he return them? How many times did he have to be asked until they served him a legal subpoena? Hold on, we'll be right back. Can't take it. All right. He was vice president and then take them with him when he left. Are you going to hold hearings? It is possible that we will hold hearings on them. (laughs) If they try to prosecute President Trump for mishandling classified information after Hillary Clinton set up a server in her basement, they literally will be riots in the street. I worry about our country. If there's not a special counsel appointed to find out how this happened uh, with President Biden regarding classified information, uh, there is going to be a lot of ink. It will hurt the country. Oh, boy. Miss Lindsay, uh, where's your fainting couch? Somebody get the smelling salts. Republicans, and now I look at what Democrats said then and now. See, here's the The fact that they were in an unsecure place uh, that is guarded with nothing more than a padlock uh, or whatever security they had at a hotel uh, is deeply alarming. I think it's a concern whenever classified documents are somewhere they shouldn't be. But we see no evidence of deliberate intent. See, he says they're, they're where they shouldn't be. You know, no one's excusing it obstruction of justice as we see in the case of Donald Trump in our life. If I take documents out of that uh, facility, uh, I have committed a felony. And if a president takes them out of a uh, out of a facility, he too has broken the law. Classified information needs to stay in secure spaces. So we'll wait to see the facts. But uh, you know, classified information needs to be in secure spaces. See? There's none of this. Oh, there will be blood in the streets if anybody does anything about this nothing burger. They're saying it's yeah, it's concerning. We need to know. We need to find out. And there should be yeah, they they there should be uh, some kind of accountability. If we find out, you know, there was mishandling of documents, there has to be a, a review to see if there were any damage was done. And, you know, but you don't hear the Democrats completely dismissing it like the Republicans. 
This is likely criminal what has happened at Mar-a-Lago, and you Daniel have to Goldman. wonder why was he hiding these documents even when they were requested. But you also have to wonder with someone who you cannot trust like Donald Trump, what else is there? Of course I'm concerned. I think the president is concerned. That is obviously, um, you, you know, unintentional and, and outside of the requirements of our intelligence laws. Classified information must remain in secured compartments. But the cooperation is coming from the Biden administration and the president's lawyers, and there was zero cooperation from Donald Trump, who tried to uh, do everything possible not to go. cooperate. And there you go. And that's the difference. So, I mean, and that's the difference in a nutshell. If George Santos was a Democrat, first of all, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't get to this point. There is no way. If they did, if they did a background check on him, like apparently. The Republicans did a cursory background check and they found some red flags and encouraged him to drop out of the race and he refused to do it. The Democrats would not, they would not back a George Santos. It would have been over. There is no doubt in my mind. Here's um, something that just came out. Let me see if I could. I don't. I don't speak Spanish or Portuguese, whatever this is. Let's see. But from a website that is considered the um, New York Times of Brazil. So I did the Google Translate. So we'll see. I just want to say. Uh, what it says. It says, George Santos' testimonials raise suspicions about Brazilian who invented a success story to become elected in the United States. Every, so that's how Google translated it. Every day, more people appear to be saying that they were deceived by George Santos, not only in the United States, but also in Brazil. We spoke to people who lived with the Brazilian accused of lying they talk to they talk about him what does it say they talk about his personality fantastico located that's the name of the publication located more people who say they were deceived by george santos george came out of nowhere in american politics in 2020 he managed to run for federal deputy for the republican party but was not elected last year i think they're talking about you know the 2020 race with the backing of the uh, scumbag con man who received fewer votes, he defeated Democrat Robert Zimmerman. All right, all right, let's get to the point here. Every day there are more people appearing to say that they were deceived by George, not only in the United States, but in Brazil, like housewife Adriana Damascino, Damascino who says she met George at a bingo in which he and his mother frequented. She also says that they became, fr they became friends and that George had access to her assets, which goes to show you. I mean, she's, I don't know how that happened, but he's a good con man. He's a grifter. That's what they do. In 2011, they went to the United States together. According to Adriana, George used her name to go shopping and withdrew all the money she had in the bank and even pawned her jewelry. 
What a piece of dirt. I just want someone to stop him. He won't stop. Anthony is a dangerous person where when he is cornered, he goes over anyone and he won't stop. That's pretty much the article. What's it say? In 20, yeah, yeah, I read that. During the entire week, Fantastico tried to speak with George Santos and his lawyer, but no one responded. Yeah. That's who uh, Republicans are putting on committees while taking off Democrats. Like um, Eric Swalwell is being pulled off committees. Oh, is it Eric? No, who is it? Yes, I think it is, actually. Yes. And, um, of course, Ilan Omar, whose mistake is that she is female and Muslim and a, and a target for Republican, you know, just Republicans. I don't know why my camera got so yellow, but it happens. Everything's messing up tonight. Circuits are breaking. and So here's Kevin McCarthy defending George Santos and also explaining why he's... Uh, taking people off of committees. This is why they're they're being, you know, this is why it came up, because people are asking him about George Santos. He's got a long way to go to earn trust. But the one thing I do know is you, you apply the Constitution equal to all Americans. <laughs> the voters of his district have elected him. He is seated. He is part of the Republican conference. Isn't he noble, this Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the Clowns? Isn't he such a no? The Constitution applies to everyone. Well, thank God for that, right, Kevin? Because you know, you just you got the House of Clowns. The House of There are of concerns with it, so he will go before ethics. Will if he? anything is found to be wrong, he will be. Anything held. is if anything is found. We haven't decided yet. We don't know. You know, usually you don't lie about your entire resume, but okay. We don't know if he's even qualified to serve, if he meets the minimal requirements, like being a United States citizen for seven years. That's what the requirement for Congress is. But we don't even know that. He may not even be a citizen. We don't know if George Santos is his actual name. Accountable exactly as anybody else in this body would be. That is the fair way to handle anything you go, and that's how I'll deal with any single issue that ever comes forward. That you are so fair. And well, here, here, this is the other clip I meant to play of him. See, George, I mean, uh, Kevin McCarthy is a spineless, you know, lick spittle, and he he would sell his own mother, of course, and now he's Speaker of the Clowns. So he's retaliating and pulling Democrats off committees and he's lying about it. And that's stirring up the mouth breathing domestic terrorist Republican base. And they are, of course, and this is what Republicans want. They want more violence. I guess if someone tries to kill Eric Swalwell, you know, they'll they'll have another Halloween costume. Or, you know, a choice. What? Is this the end of the Progressive Voices part of the show? Guys, 
listen, listen, listen to the rest of the show at youtube.com slash channel slash Tarabuster. Become a patron at, at patreon.com slash Devlin. Check out APS Radio News. Support the uh, supporters of Tarabuster at APS Radio News, and we will win. We're on the right side of history. That's right. Do not be apologetic because we're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin, and I will see you soon. All right. Not bad. Not bad. All right. Here's uh, Kevin McCarthy talking about Eric Swalwell. Why? Oh, because he was asked about pulling people off of committees. I was very clear early on. Um, let me phrase something very direct. Unreal. If you got the briefing I got from what? the FBI, Are you, kidding you wouldn't me? have Swalwell on any committee. You Are you going to tell me shit? other Democrats couldn't fill that slot? He cannot get a security clearance in the private sector. Bullshit. So would you like to give him a government clearance? You asked me questions about Santos. You asked the questions about Swalwell. Not only was he getting a clearance, he was inside an intel committee. Unreal. He had more information than the majority of all the members. How dare you? Did you ever raise that issue? No. Which you should have. You're going to tell me there's 200 other Democrats that couldn't fill that slot, but they kept him on it? The only way that they even knew it came forward is when they went to nominate him to the intel committee. And then the FBI came and told the leadership then, he's got a problem. He's got a problem. And they kept him on. You that son of a all. bitch. Adam Schiff openly lied to the American public. He told you he had proof. He, he had proof. You see, now he's saying that all of the, everyone he's targeting, that Adam Schiff's, that, um, who prosecuted the first case of impeachment against Trump when he used taxpayer money to try to strong arm a, a uh, you know, Ukraine into announcing a, an investigation on his political rival, that that was fabricated, right? This is what, this is gaslighting. And Kevin McCarthy, we know, is an unethical, spineless worm. He's talking about security clearance. Trump couldn't pass a security clearance. And what they're talking about, will they keep, it, this, this is why... Republicans are a lost cause. And if you vote Republican, shame on you. Because it doesn't matter how many times we explain the truth to them. Because Eric Swalwell, there was, a, there was someone who was exposed as a spy that got close to Eric Swalwell's campaign or whatever. And he was told by the FBI and they dealt with it. And that's what happened. And he cooperated. And, and we, I could go right now and Google all of the spies they've, they found at Mara Moron. Imagine the ones they don't find. That place is a spy magnet. There's no doubt. How about all of the, the, the Republicans who take Russian money and sleep with Maria Butina? This, uh, you see what he's doing? 
There's no party that is infested with spies more than the Republican Party. Not only that, they, they're talking about Eric Swalwell, who, you know, it's uh, par for the course. You're going to be a target of foreign, uh, foreign espionage. They're going to try to get to you. And the point is, she was caught. And it doesn't matter how many times the FBI explains it to these filthy fascists. They keep repeating it. And they keep spreading the lies. And now he's saying that the impeachment was a lie. When it was the most bipartisan impeachment in American history. And we all know it wasn't a lie. Except that Republicans like like uh, Kevin McCarthy don't give a shit. If he could become Speaker of the Clowns with the help of Putin himself, he would fucking do it. And he has done it. How many times do we have to? Does it have to be revealed? Of uh, I just saw another article about uh, more Russians funneling money to Trump's campaign. All of them are, they're all a bunch of dupes being compromised. Let's just do, you know, uh, Maria Butina. Maria. An actual spy. How many, I, I bet you there's a picture of her with Kevin McCarthy. Let's see. Maria Butina. Well, I don't have it. You know, she used to make the rounds at all the Republican events and hang out, palling around. Those are the Republicans palling around with spies, bringing them in their homes, bringing them in their beds, honeypot, targets, easy targets, because that's the only reason Republicans get into office. They get into office, not for public service, but you know, to be, to, to get a couple of honey pots now and then. Why would you be in public service if you can't, uh, you know, bang some honey pot? Unbelievable. We got pictures of uh, Maria Butina with every, all of these Republicans. Donald Trump Jr., Bobby Jindal. There's another picture, yeah. Jesus Christ. But anyway. Told you he didn't know the whistleblower. He put America for four years through an impeachment. And what is he fucking talking about? He didn't know the whistleblower? He put America for four years through an impeachment that he knew was a lie. Bullshit. Do you hear this shit? No, it's infuriating. I can't handle it. The, an impeachment he knew was a lie. The impeachment wasn't a lie. So now Kevin is lying about the impeachment he knows was not a lie. And he gets to stand there. And what and the what about the crack media? What are they doing? Why why aren't they saying what? How could you lie like that? Because it probably everybody's stunned. And this is what 
the problem with fascism is. That's why you have to crush fascism legally and peacefully and without apology because it constantly wants the decent, democratic-loving patriots of the country to be back on their heels. It wants to throw you off balance. And so you're like, what? Did he just say that? What is he talking about? Because he knows that one-third of the country, that 35% of traitors, they're they're the ones that are going to be activated no matter what, and it's going to get out there. And if no one pushes back, all the people here is, oh, uh, the impeachment was a lie. And you realize what he's doing? Like, he's doing this for Donald Trump. He's lying for Donald effing Trump. Someone he knows is an outright traitor to the United States, a con man, a a dirtbag, someone who has no business being anywhere near the halls of power, and he knows it. He's lying to cover the ass of Donald Trump, who used taxpayer money to try to bribe or strong arm a foreign leader. I mean, if there's not, if there is, if if nothing is impeachable, I mean, if that's not impeachable, what the hell isn't or is? And then he fomented an insurrection. I guess that's that's a lie. To, he put. I I just can't even take it. He put the country through an impeachment for four years that he knew was a lie. How dare you? Has and I I haven't heard a word on corporate media about this pushing back on this because there's it just never stops. You see, there's so many other lies, but I guess they have to beat the the Joe Biden both sides to death too. Why don't you do do a 50-minute expose on this filthy 15 minutes that Kevin McCarthy had the had the the balls to stand up there and spew more lies. They spew it to keep this country divided, to keep they f- basically keep the coup going and that's what he's doing. If you don't think this is part of the coup, then I'm here to tell you it is. He put the country through a lie. At the same time we had Ukraine, at the same time we had Afghanistan collapse, was that the role of the Intel Committee? The same time, see, what is he saying? The same time we had Ukraine, the same time we had the Afghan collapse. This is the other thing that uh, drives me insane that, of course, Republicans do all the time, the corporate media does. They just throw shit out. There's no specifics. It's just everyone's supposed to understand exactly what he means. And of course, if you if you're ill informed, you are you just go okay. I guess that was bad. So, um, w- meantime, we had Ukraine. What about Ukraine? That Russia was invading Ukraine, and what does that have to do with the impeachment? That because the fact is Donald Trump was withholding money that the taxpayers promised Ukraine for its defense of democracy when the the wolf was at its door when 
you know, uh, the the big hero that the Republicans admire, Putin, was doing his best Hitler impression by trying to invade a sovereign democratic country and hoping that no one would give a shit. At the same time we had Ukraine, at the same time we had Afghanistan collapse, was that the role of the Intel Committee? No. What? So what I am doing with the Intel Committee, bringing it back to the oh jurisdiction it's supposed to do. Listen to so the faux rage, bringing it back? And we know he's, a, he's just a liar. He will say anything. And now he's the speaker of the clowns. We're looking to keep this country safe. Keep the politics out of it. Yeah, that's it, Kevin. So yes, I'm doing exactly what we're supposed to do. What a dirtbag. Last question. You realize that he is a dirtbag. And here, actually, um, Adam Kinzinger commented on it. George Santos for a moment. I'm just reading a, a tweet here from Scott Wong. Uh, Speaker McCarthy says, well, a lot of folks here in Congress have fabricated part of their resume, and Santos will have to build the trust of voters. And he says that Santos will get some committee assignments, not the top ones. Oh, God. Of course, he's a freshman. I mean, why would he? But Mike Kevin being Mike Kevin when it comes to George Santos, they're not going to do anything about him, are they? Really? No, Kevin's a piece of shit. And let's just be honest about this because he will say whatever he needs to say to stay in power. I'm not even saying that gratuitously to be mean to him. It's just a fact. Look at him taking Swalwell and Schiff off of committees, okay, and Ilan Omar. He's saying, well, that's because you guys took Marjorie Taylor Greene and Gosar. And keep in mind, both of those were bipartisan votes, okay? We did it because Marjorie Taylor Greene, Jewish space lasers, you know, school shootings never happened, among other things. Paul Gosar, because he attended a white supremacy conference. It's a little different. Yep. And that was, you know, a couple of years after Kevin McCarthy threw Steve King off of committees for doing even less than what Paul Gosar did. So, no, on the Santos things, it's different. Yeah, tons of people can exaggerate you know, parts of their resume, it's different than making up a whole new life. And it's different too than going from being worth 50,000 to what, $20 million in a year and trying to figure out how that happened. But Kevin needs his vote. If this was a 20 vote majority, he'd throw Santos under the bus, but it's a five vote. So he needs. Yep. And there you go. And just to remind everybody, like Adam Kinzinger said, they were it wasn't um they weren't thrown off committees for no fucking reason they were thrown off committees for just what he said you know jewish space laser because because marjorie perjury trader green was uh a QAnon. remember she had to give a speech on the floor and she before they threw her off the committee she was trying to um trying to you know she was lying she was saying oh, I, I never heard of q i don't know what it is i don't believe that but we had her own words and writing saying that school shootings were a hoax so that's why she was taken off committees and it wasn't just the democrats so some of the republicans in there in moderate districts also voted to take her off the committees because she's an embarrassment And the same thing with Paul Gosar for speaking at a white nationalist conference. You know, that's when Republicans, they don't don't want anyone to remember. Everything goes down the memory hole. So sort of like now, uh, you know, just like all the time, everything goes down the memory hole. There's no specifics, right? Oh, so we're supposed to say the impeachment's a hoax. Okay. Um, Things like that. Just don't, don't, 
remember what the actual impeachment was, just say it's a hoax again and again and again. And and uh, what was the other one? Who else was thrown off? It was uh, Perjury Trader Green. Paul, oh, yeah, Paul Gosar. And uh, I forgot the third one. No, it went out of my head. But that's it's it's tit for tat for them. There's no reason to take these people off committee. So you, but you have to lie. Then you have to say that Eric Swalwell doesn't matter how many times the FBI comes in and says no, 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 stop lying, you filthy fascist lickspittle. Um, re- Republicans are not happy unless they're destroying America and uh, twisting people up. Forget the general welfare. You know, that's part of the the whole Republican point. They want people to be at each other's throats, twisted with all kinds of lies. If if only they could just just uh, run your 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 stupid political party. You, know, you don't like taxes on the rich, low low regulations, but they can't run a a a majority party like that because nobody wants what they're selling. So they have to lie and they have to tell everybody you're under attack. We saw that in full effect with the George Santos interview. See, uh, they're, they want to come. They're coming for me because I'm working for you. And if it wasn't for me, uh, you're, you might be carjacked. Here's Eric Swalwell immediately, of course, as part of what Eric Swallow is doing. He's posting the death threats that he's getting. Here's uh, someone called his office. Getting your ass kicked off the committee is the least of your problems. The American people aren't going to be happy till we see you fucking hang by the neck until dead, dead, dead. Legally. You see? see how Through that? trial. Have a nice swing, asshole. Wow. Wow. They, they won't be happy. And see, nothing will stop them, though. They will never learn. That's part of being a Republican. Being a Republican means never saying sorry, never learning from new information. You have to be a uh, a real dirtbag anyway to identify with them at this point. That's why when I saw that those Republicans, the Nassau County Republicans, and I guess they were Republicans, I thought, wow. You know, it was really nice seeing... Here, let me play a little bit of it. Let's see. Hold on. Ah, that's an ad. Skip the ad. Hold on. I have to play it off the screen. 2022 was... Hello, Anthony. Let's see. Do the people's work, but it will not include Santos. Thank you. There's just some of them. Thank you. Senator Patricia Cantonary Fitzpatrick. Thank you, Chairman Cairo. Today is indeed a very sad day in that we must call for the resignation of Congressman George Santos. The public trust has been violated in numerous ways, and there is no way for the public to ever have faith in his word. As a mom of four who has tried to be a leader and an example to my children of what it means to be a public servant, to work for the people, to be trustworthy, and to stick to the promises that you make. He is the antithesis 
of what every person behind me and next to me is. It is a great stain on the Republican Party of Nassau County today that he worked with us. He does not represent our values, our commitment to be honest, hardworking government servants. Every person behind me is absolutely deserving of the honor of representing the public. And George Santos yeah. is Isn't not. Isn't that nice to hear? Anyway, and I, it did make me long for a day to where we would have a normal Republican Party again. If we, I mean, not in my lifetime, I have never seen it, but I hear rumors, I hear stories, but yeah, not now. Could you imagine? I instead we get inundated with lies constantly from these filth from this filth. For example, there's more filth here. Um, I just wanted to play the another George Santos video of him selling his uh selling the Ponzi scheme. Numbers. Uh, currently at Harbor City Capital, I manage a $1.5 billion fund, right? And I know how to manage right. it well. I right. give record returns um, to anybody who watches this. They'll understand I'm, I'm giving, you know, a 12% fixed yield income return a year, which nobody in the market's giving for. And we're- That's just like Bernie Madoff, right? Everybody was giving about three, four percent returns. He was doing like 15. Now he says he's, uh, I mean, what's his name? Uh, George Santos says his Ponzi scheme gives you 12%. So I like the way he, he doesn't go overboard, just enough to keep you on the hook. 12. Uh, we're also giving up to 20 to 26 percent in IRR return on our. Oh, wow. 20 to 26 percent. Forget it. He's he's beaten Bernie Madoff. Investors' capital. So if there's something I know how to do is manage dollars and grow them. So he could take your money and turn it in to give you a 25 percent return. Wow. Well, it's funny why Citibank and Goldman Sachs wouldn't hire him. Isn't that crazy? Uh, currently at Harbor City Capital, I manage a $1.5 billion fund, right? And I know right. how to manage it well. I give record returns um, to anybody who watches this. They'll understand I'm, I'm giving they will you know, a 12% will fixed yield income return a year, which nobody in the market's giving No one for, ever heard of it. No one ever heard of such a bullshit because if you think it's too good to be true, it is. The shamelessness is incredible. But, hey, he was, it was known. We'll, eh, we'll see. We'll keep an eye on it. Let's see how it goes. Another, um, I just wanted to show this other thing that perjury trader Green. See, this is who Republicans are. They do nothing. And this is something that we'll have to brace ourselves for for the next two years until we can get rid of these um, these pricks uh, legally and peacefully. But perjury trader Green had a rally, because this is all Republicans do. It, it's just a, um, a, you know, she's 
hating the hating trans people. So she had a, an anti-trans rally on the uh, at the Capitol. Yeah, could you imagine people waking up in the morning, putting on their shoes, getting ready to go out and gather in a rally against other human beings or just want to fucking leave the leave them the fuck alone. Leave people alone, you dumb bitch. Marjorie Perjury Trader Green. This is from LGBTQ Nation. But the good news, actually, this is a good news story, I suppose, um, in a way, because uh, no one came. Ab- uh, about 12 people came to her rally, and that's the Republican Party in a nutshell. See, no one normal wants what they're peddling. You, th- it's the truth, and they know that. That's why they have to lie. That's why they have to tickle those large amygdalas in the average Joe Republican dupe. So from LGBTQNation.com, Perjury Trader Green held an anti-trans rally at the Capitol and almost no one came. So that's good. So let's see, a whopping 12 or so people attended and no major media outlets covered it. Well, that must probably because she's being picked on and canceled. She's canceled. They're cancel culturing her. The rally was a veritable who's who of contemporary transphobic trolls, including members of the book banning parents' rights group, (laughs) Moms for Liberty, members of the anti-LGBT conservative think tank, the Heritage Foundation, a detransitioned young adult right-wing media darling, Chloe Cole, because, you know, one one person, if one, one, yeah, there are many, millions of people, right? And if one person fits into their uh, fear-mongering somehow, well, that must mean that everyone is is wrong and they're right. J.K. Rowling fanboy Chris Elson, conspiracy theorist James Lindsay, sexually harassing comedian or comedian Alex Stein, comedian in quotes, and of course Green herself. This is that bitch. I never heard of these people, so thankfully. You know who's here. You know who's here. Guess who's back. Junior's back. I can't show you him until because it has you you can't do the split screen with (laughs) there he is there he is there's my boy my baby my boo boo okay who is this person I never heard of her who cares Former trans kid. Okay. You sound whatever. I have no opinion on you. I just wish you would shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Because just because I mean, I could I see your one trans detransitioner and I'll I'll raise you how many countless others who are finally free and feeling like, okay, I can breathe. 
The protesters held signs proclaiming children cannot consent to puberty blockers. Who are you? I mean, shut the fuck up. Get your filthy, sick, sick noses out of uh, other people's business. No, no one is going to be like, hey, uh, if a, a child, you know, they, it, leave it up to the parents, goddamn you. These are the same parents. The same people are like, oh, parents are being treated like domestic terrorists because we don't, uh, th- those, those woke liberals aren't, uh, they say things when they show up to, uh, you know, some school board and stop flipping tables and threatening people. And, act, you know, they're just acting like domestic terrorists. So. But they don't ever, ever dare treat them like that. So, but we could listen, I mean, look forward to more of these stunts. And I just find it horrific how that's all Republicans have. It's always targeting someone else, right? It's always targeting a group of people who, you know, they have, first of all, they have no clue about, and they don't give a shit who they hurt. It doesn't matter how many times they uh, people try to explain to them they have no interest in that they see an opportunity and this it's always been this way used to be like this i remember growing up seeing right wingers rallying for uh, against gay people in general just gays you know don't don't be gay don't watch this gay on a tv show don't read a gay book don't you know i mean all kinds of bullshit like this that gets people killed and now trans people that's their latest because there's a lot of misinformation and ignorance and of course whenever the the peepee patrols in charge they're they're very concerned about the peepee you know that that's all they have because even their sky spook when they worship their that whatever that very tiny man on a cloud and i mean you know he is a small small he might be giant but he is very small because all he you has he has the wisdom of all the universe supposedly he knows everything he knows every hair on your head he knows the alpha and the omega i don't know what yeah he knows it all except he just wants to know about your peepee he cares if you masturbate he wants you to your peepee to be somehow honored in a uh, in the bathroom or something. I don't know. It's very it's weird, but it just it seems like I might be wrong, but their giant sky spook is a version. It's just them. <laughs> That's why he's so small and petty. I never understand why would you if you're gonna have a god. Why don't you make a make up a god that's worthy? Not this uh, I'm a jealous god. Jealousy is such a basic bitch emotion. If you're jealous, why are you jealous? You know, if you're jealous, jealousy betrays a yeah, a sort of a level of emotional immaturity, right? Where you're you're not secure in yourself. You know, I mean, it's not a very high uh, emotion. It's, 
it's the reflection of someone who needs to go to therapy and work on themselves a little bit. Don't you think? Well, I'm a jealous God. That's why even when I was a kid and I was going to CCD instruction, I'd be like, what is that shit? I'm a jealous God. At least with the Greeks and the Romans, their gods, they had these emotions, but you know, they, they were supposed to, they were supposed to be giant versions of, of fucked up people. Like like the Avengers or something. Superheroes that could do things. They would just pop down and all of a sudden you'd be pregnant. Right? And that's the... Oh, I love that 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 story. And it's so true, though. We talked about it before, about the, the whole myth, the whole creation myth of the Jesus creation myth we know is... <laughs> what I mean, just Occam's razor, that shit. You know that Mary, because the the story, the contemporary story of Jesus at the time, at the time when Christians and so called pagans coexisted simultaneously, was that Mary there was no virgin birth. Mary was uh, in love with a Roman soldier, and um, he got her pregnant, and she was already betrothed to Joseph and rather than get stoned to death she uh, made up the story that she was impregnated by the giant sky spook and yeah there you go it's really true uh, what do you think are the odds and so now they built this whole bullshit around you know some uh, some 15 year old kid who just, uh, you know, I was trying to save her, to save her family shame <laughs> and herself from being murdered. And at the time, the, the pagans, they all knew it. They all wrote about it openly, mocked the, uh, the Christians for it. Anyway, right, Junior? You know all about that. Right, honey? <laughs> all right what time is it where are we it's getting hot in this oh my god i only have two minutes well anyway the good news story is that perjury trader green her her big announcement her big rally here let's look at them in our last two minutes this is the big rally and uh, it was a dud look at that <laughs> <laughs> and look, and my God, perjury! You are such a dumb, dumb. Legally and peacefully, there are two genders, male and female. Trust the science. Imagine that's your your damage, right? That's your obsession. Well, honey, we've been trying to tell you it's you're you're wrong. Trust the science. That's not you're not trusting the science. You should say trust the peepee. That's what she's that means. There are two genders, male and female. Trust the science. You know, science is your your gender identity is in your is in your brain. It's not in your peepee. We know that's the science, perjury. But anyway, that's what I mean. You can can we waste our air? We waste our breath on these republicans. They. You can't graft a new idea on a closed mind. 
And the nature of conservatism is never, ever, ever taking in new information or learning. Children are never born in the wrong body, says this lady. It's okay. I guess my, I mean, they, I, I don't even know. They're just ridiculous. I'm sure they're wearing, they're wearing contacts. They have other forms of uh, medical intervention. You know, it's okay. We will win. We are on the right side of history, decency, dignity, and democracy. We stick together, we win. If you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Support Tara Buster sponsors, APS Radio News. And my name is Tara Devlin. Hang out. We stick to work. I'll see you soon. I know, right? Terry Taylor on the chat. I can't. I just every sigh. I can't. It's true. It's so sad. Because that's what you spend your time. Go, go volunteer somewhere. Go, you know, do something that isn't horrible for once in your life. Right? You know, this is what you do with your spare time. Why not go and learn? Go to, I mean, I was going to say go to the library while you still can. All right, my friends. My Oh, I saw Kay dropped a super chat, dropping in and out with a quick super chat. Got to wait and listen to the show on the podcast. Oh, hi, Kay. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Tell your friends about the show, everybody. Listen, listen, we got to, we, we got to, uh, we got to bounce, uh, but do me a favor if you can, please do what, you know, you know the drill, share the show, invite your friends, come on and, uh, I don't know, whatever, join us, join our discord page. And I guess, listen, 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 um, we will have a show of course coming up this week. Uh, as we do during the week, but if you can, if we be, if one day we get enough patrons, we will have a daily show at a set time. Uh, at this point, we'll see. But okay, guys, I gotta go because I got lights out over here. I have to get the show ready for Progressive Voices. I just have a lot going on, and I hope it, it'll be fun. It is actually fun watching the 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 drama of George Santos. You know that it's go- it will be a Netflix series. So we do live in interesting times, but we do have a lot of work to do. Okay, my friends. Thank you, guys. Thank you all. Thank you, Jim and Haiku, for being moderators. And thank you, Tara Jr. Jr., for being an emotional support cat. Look at the camera. <laughs> hey, hey, buddy. What is wrong with you? What's that on your chin? I bought him Dinovite. It didn't arrive yet for his itchiness. It'll come. Hopefully, you'll get some relief. Stop biting your mama. No biting mama.
<laughs> hey, don't knock the camera over either. All right, honey. Let me see this face. What's this on your chin? <laughs> All right. I won't touch your chin. All right, my friends. Listen, listen, listen. Thank you so much. Thanks for hanging out. And I will see you. What? Hold on. He keeps knocking everything over. Where is it? All right, guys. I'll see you very soon. I'll uh, probably Wednesday. I'll see you later. Love you. <laughs>